Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, and your Jets audio experience hosted by me, Tyler, and we're back with another episode of the Game Plan Pod. Wednesday evening um, this week, I believe we're on episode 120-something. I've lost track. I, I feel like we've we've uh, been down so many roads of episodes uh, throughout these past few months that I even forget the number, so... You know, with that said, I really appreciate everyone tuning in. Um, hope you guys have had a great week thus far. And, uh, you know, very close to the draft. I feel like it's came around really quickly this year. I think that's because of all the Rodgers talk and, you know, everything that went around that. I feel like the draft kind of just, like, snuck up on us a little bit. And that's a little different than we are used to in years past because I feel like, you know, last year we were talking about the draft for, it feels like, months. Um, and then leading up to it, you know, it finally got here, and we were like, who are we going to pick? Obviously, pick Sauce in round one, Garrett in round one, Jermaine in round one. What a great night uh, that, that Thursday was. But this year, I feel like it, it definitely is a little different. It's a little different in that, you know, you don't feel, I don't know, you don't feel the pressure of the draft this year. And that could possibly be because, you know, the Jets only have one pick in the first round compared to two last year. Um, you know, number 13. Uh, historically, that pick is pretty good. Uh, and, you know, I feel like the Jets could find a, you know, pretty fast contributor at number 13. Um, we'll get into some of uh, that soon. I do want to do a full kind of draft preview episode, but that's probably going to be next Wednesday before. Um, before the draft on Thursday, and I might actually put that episode out Thursday morning um, for you guys to listen to before the draft that same night, um, and then we can obviously do a recap uh, that that next week. But um, yeah, I feel like it just stuck up quickly. What do you guys think? I feel like I, you know, it it came, you know, super fast, and the combine came and went, free agency came and went, you know, the Rogers talk, trade drama, all that, you know, it kind of came. Everyone was really excited. Um, and then, you know, it kind of went and I feel like at this point we're kind of just waiting for, you know, kind of anything. Um, are we in a rush to get it done? I don't think so. I don't think Jets fans are too crazy about it. I I feel like on Twitter, we're kind of just messing with Packers Twitter uh, at this point. And that's perfectly fine with me. I I find the jokes hilarious. And I think, you know, Packers Twitter is going to kind of be in a bit of a run when the Jets trade for Rodgers and they only give up, you know, a second round pick and a conditional pick next year. Um, I think there'll be a lot of head turns by Packers fans and uh, eye rolls probably uh, towards Jets Twitter, but that's what we're here for. So, um, you know, with that said, I think there's a lot to look forward to in this year's draft, most notably, uh, you know, the quarterbacks that are going to, going to go in the top of the draft. And, you know, the Jets aren't going to be interesting in guys like Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Anthony Richardson, any of the top guys because they just don't have a that premium of a pick to be able to pick a quarterback at that spot. And, of course, Aaron Rodgers, who is presumably going to be here um, come next year. And then you have Zach Wilson still on the roster. You signed Tim Boyle. Um, then you have Chris Strebler as well sneaking around as the number four, most likely for next year if he sticks around. So could be a practice squad candidate there, most likely going to be. Um, and then Zach Wilson, Tim Boyle. And Aaron Rodgers on the active roster. So uh, we'll do a full roster deep dive um, as we head, you know, deeper into the offseason. We get a full draft under our belt here. Um, And as we head into the months of May, June, July, we'll have a lot of content uh, to talk about regarding the draft. uh, Recapping it, of course, and of course, the uh, upcoming season. You know, and everything that has to come with that. Because I feel like, you know, 
draft time is the end of April. You talk about that for a couple of weeks, and then it kind of dies down, right? And then May, there isn't really, you know, any huge dates to keep in mind in May other than OTAs, and then June is really quiet. Um, and then July, training camp starts in late July, and then August, and then you start to get into it. But June, May, it's really quiet, and I feel like uh, June especially is like no news, nothing. Um, so hopefully we get to talk about the draft a bit. Uh, and talk about Rogers a bit as well once that gets done. Um, thinking draft night, I'm not, you know, I'm obviously not confident about that. I don't have a specific date in mind, to be honest, for when I want to trade done between the two sides. I was listening to Badlands, uh, which, you know, the hosts are Joe Caparoso, Connor Rogers, and they were talking about how, um, you know, uh, it, there's no real deadline for the Jets, right, until training camp. Because Aaron Rodgers isn't going to show up to OTAs, uh, he just doesn't do OTAs. He'll fly him out to wherever he is in Malibu and you know work out over there. Um, it it's not you know I really actually don't think it's on the top of the Jets' list right now to get a deal done. I think they're waiting for the draft to arrive and possibly get a deal done on days you know one or two here, um, and then possibly move forward. Um, with Rodgers and, you know, one second round pick this year, or you go into the draft with a first round pick, two second round picks, and the rest of your picks in later rounds, and you pick all. You, you use all the picks um, on premium players in the top three. Three picks in the top 50 is nothing to scoff at, right? It's very um, improvement heavy in that aspect where you can really um, take your team to the next level by picking guys at number 42 and 43 and for the Jets guys like JMS John Michael Schmitz center um and you know Joe Tipman is out there at center I feel like interior offensive lineman is a place where the Jets can go at 42 and 43 and then number 13 you're probably looking offensive tackle guys like Broderick Jones uh Paris Johnson um you know guys that you know Peter Skaronsky although I'm not sure if he's going to make it there I feel like the Jets have you know their options at number 13 and uh I haven't done as much research on the draft this year either. It feels like it's, you know, it's gotten here so quickly. I feel like, you know, time has passed at such an extraordinary rate. I'm not sure if I'm the only one feeling this, but I feel like the draft is still like a month away when it's really just next week. It's pretty, pretty crazy. And, you know, it's really exciting um, because the draft is, you know, some of the best time of the year, right? I mean, you get to watch the draft on NFL Network, ESPN, and you get to follow along with the favorite, with your favorite prospects that you watch in the college get to listen to your favorite analysts and i feel like it's one of the best times of year i believe the draft is held in kansas city this year um so that's pretty awesome for that city and uh you know i feel like uh should be a good time if anyone's heading out there make sure you take pictures send them to me on uh near jets game plan and i'll look to repost if you uh s- snap a picture of the jets pick when they're when they're up on the clock um and of course watch the movie draft day as well because that's a uh, that's a classic when this time rolls around um, so with that said, uh, we'll move on. I, I did want to touch on a few more things, um, kind of minor, just from this past week. I feel like there hasn't been too, too much. I feel like since we're leading up to the draft, there hasn't been, you know, too many trades, too much news around surrounding the Jets in general. I feel like it's been a lot of, um, you know, due diligence over the past month. That's what it feels like with the Odell Beckham trade speculation. And then you have Ben Jones and all these guys who, um, you know, Ben Jones, of course, could still come on board, but it feels like as though, you know, the Jets are trying to just snoop around and see what they could do in terms of the free agent market. And then when the draft gets here, they address some of those needs, um, obviously, in the NFL draft. And then 
after the draft, you you know go back to free agency and see what you didn't fill in the draft. Um, and some positions that the Jets might not look for in the draft in the early rounds, at least, could be safety. Um, I believe Connor Rogers, you know, he said this is not the greatest safety class, right? It's not it's not super heavy on safeties, so I feel like the Jets will probably hold off until possibly the later rounds to get more of a. I don't know. I don't know if you want to call him a depth depth piece because I'm not sure if he would start um, this year. But if you if you're looking in the later rounds for a guy um, who you could sit behind, you know, Jordan Whitehead, Chuck Clark, um, guys like that, I think you'll you'll make out pretty well. Um, but looking for impact starters such as Brian Branch um, and Antonio Johnson, I'm just not sure if you're going to be able to find those where the Jets pick, um, and that's not you know, ultimately a bad thing. I feel like the Jets have other needs to fill, such as, you know, interior D-line if they were to look that way, uh, which could be another position to fill in, you know, free agency with Al Woods still out there, Sean Robinson. Um, there are guys who are still, you know, in the bushes, I should say, in terms of uh, in terms of waiting it out. And I think, you know, um, we're, we're at a point this offseason where the Jets have not done too much. I feel like, you know, you go through the offseason and you look at the Jets's, you know, moves. There isn't anything that sticks out, you know, generally other than maybe the Alan Lazard signing, Nicole Hardman, um, guys like that. But at the end of the day, you don't see, you know, that splash, right? You don't see a, um, you know, if they landed Fletcher Cox or a, who else, a trade for DeAndre Hopkins, who's still out there on the trade market, uh, unlikely to happen. But you know what I mean? A guy, um, who would be an immediate, immediate impact starter. Not saying, you know, Lazard and Hardman aren't those things, but they are, you know, A- minus to B-tier players, right? Where that A-plus tier player hadn't, you know, turned turned its head yet to the Jets. And I think that could obviously be Rogers once that deal goes through. But I'm talking more for agency um, other than Hopkins. And you're talking Cox, who they were trying to land on, but... Ultimately, he went back to Philadelphia. Um, there were other names that the Jets were just poking their head around. You know, it, it seemed like Lael Collins w- was was a name that the Jets were possibly interested in um, before he headed off elsewhere. But it's just, it's it's interesting to see where the Jets' head was at in free agency because now you go back to the draft and you're like, okay, they were interested in offensive tackle. They were interested in defensive tackle. Where can we go from here, right? Where can we draft an offensive tackle? Pick 13. Where can we draft a defensive tackle? Possibly move up back into the first round with your two second round picks, or see what you could do in the second round. Um, and yeah, see see if you can get a run stopper up the middle or a guy who could play two gap. So at that point, it's just kind of a wait and see mode. Obviously, in the draft, it's it's a little bit of luck, a little bit of skill. So I mean, every year it's kind of throw a dart at the board and hope it hits for a lot of guys, right? Uh, you, you could have calculated hits, calculated misses, um, but at the end of the day, uh, the draft is all really a calculated dart throw, um, and I think the Jets threw a couple good darts last year, so hopefully uh, Joe Douglas keeps that streak alive and tries to uh, snag more more players for this, for this team uh, this year. So with that said, I think I'm going to go ahead and end the episode here. I really appreciate everyone tuning in for this episode. I will end it off with this. Braden Mann was waived. Um, I feel like finally, um, not to be not to be rude or anything, but uh, six days ago. So, um, what was that? I think that was Thursday where he got waived. Um, 
yeah, it was expected with the Thomas Morstead signing. So, um, you know, farewell. I think he got picked up by the Steelers actually on the waiver wire. So he'll probably battle it out with their punter over there. Um, so, yeah, with that said, I'll end it off with a Braden Man farewell message. Um, yeah, I'll see you guys next week for a draft preview episode and more um, on the Game Plan Pod. See you.